Leanne Hart is a mighty servant to God who wears many hats. Be sure to share this podcast, like it, and review it. Also follow Leanne Hart on all her social media platforms. So this is Leanne Hart, and I am so excited to have uh, a really great friend of mine that's been amazing in my life as far as just being a woman after God's own heart and just someone that loves her, her Jesus and loves her, her family and just life in general, just out, whether it's inside the house or outside of the house. Uh, you just have a great love for, for people in general. This is Candace Lodestro. Hey, Candace. <laughs> hey, thank you. Hello. Hey. So we have some things in common with our boys, mm-hmm. both we being do. in the PBR. And so there are so many great things and great qualities that I love about you. Um, I am starting to hear the, the wind just a little bit. Oh, sorry, girl. I'll head over. Hey, this is real life. We're just going to keep on rolling with it. Sometimes it gets yeah. a little bit yes. thick. Up in here. And I'm in Colorado. It's windy. (laughs) Well, I'm so pumped that, that, because I just started this podcast thing just a few weeks ago. This is my third podcast. And uh, last week, you know, it was kind of crazy because we were picking ticks with JW. And um, (laughs) (laughs) we're definitely slowing things down just a little bit, but uh, just kind of speeding things up too with learning how to rest, not from just. Uh, being still and being lazy and letting the house kind of be taken over, but mm-hmm. just resting in our work with God, knowing that we're doing life with him. And so, um, you know what, I'm going to ask if you would just kind of open us with some prayer today. Yeah, I'd love to. Awesome. Definitely. Father God, we just come to you right now. We just thank you so much that um, you meet us where we're at and you meet us in our rest and you meet us when we're Maybe you run in too much and in the craziness, the chaos, Lord, you're there for us no matter what, Father. And I just thank you so much that you um, you show up with your arms wide open and you just invite us in. Mm-hmm. And I thank you so much just for um, the sisterhood that you've created um, amongst the, the women in your body, Lord. And I just pray for those to grow stronger and bigger and just to go farther and further with you, Lord, in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. That's so good. I'm, I'm so, uh, I'm so excited to finally get to plant. I'm back in my bathroom once again, <laughs> which is kind of funny, funny, <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes following through, like I've been saying with anything, it just takes try and sometimes takes work and effort. And sometimes it just means like going into a room where there's nothing and closing the door and just allowing yeah. what's going on to go on and believe God's uh-huh. got it. <laughs> I literally just did that. (laughs) (laughs) When you think of the word rest, you know, just kind of kicking things off because I've been looking at what the word rest can mean. When you think about that, um, because to somebody in sports or a farmer or the law or language in general, um, rest can mean something different. But like to you, uh, when you hear rest, what, what do you, what does that mean to you? Like, what do you hear when you hear rest? Um, For me, it means like just taking a big, deep breath and Mm -hmm. actually having that satisfy the maybe chaos that's going on in your life, uh, taking a step back and evaluating what you are doing in your life and just getting completely filled up by God. Mm -hmm. Um, I love to, I love the days where I've got my work done in the morning, we've done school in the morning and I'm like, wow, I can actually sit down right now and read <laughs> and not be running. It's awesome. I love that. That's a, that's a good rest mm-hmm. right there too. That's so good. That's so good. You and I were talking the other day and we were talking about like some qualities that are your weak points and maybe some that you really have to work with. And you mentioned that sometimes you're, you can be a little bit of a pushover. Um, so how does that affect you in parenting? Um, goodness, my girls, they, <laughs> they know where to like, how to keep like asking me the same thing over and over again, but they ask in like a different way. And for some reason I'm like, okay, fine, let's just do it. Let's go. You know, or they're usually like, they're, they're homeschooled kids. So they've got crazy wild imaginations and one is super entrepreneurly driven and wants to start like 10 businesses all at the same time. So <laughs> to rein that back in. And usually I'm like, 
Cody, please come and help me. I cannot get through to her right now. She's seven. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you have two girls and it's like, sometimes one's a Mary and sometimes one's a Martha. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm sure they get pretty frustrated. One's going, don't just sit there and do something. And the other one's saying, don't just do something. Sit here. (laughs) Yes. The one is all about fun. She's like, she wants to know what we're doing tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that because she wants to see when the fun is going to happen and to make sure it lines up with her expectations of what fun is. (laughs) (laughs) So when you say you've been a homeschool mom and I know, I know your story, but the rest of the world really doesn't like, how did you know that that was going to be the road that you guys were going to take? And you know, how did you deal with getting there and staying there? Hmm. Um, it's actually pretty surprising that I am a homeschool mom <laughs> because growing up, I didn't have great experiences with homeschool kids. Mm-hmm. Most of them were very strange. Yeah. They were very not social. They did not know how to make friends, to talk to friends, to talk to anybody in their age group. And then the ones that I got to be around were the ones that they dumped back into public school and high school. Yeah. And, um, they were usually about two to three years older than me and they were in my freshman class. (laughs) (laughs) So if that tells you anything, I was just like, I did not have a good, I did not have a good, um, you know, thinking of what homeschool was. Right. And so we, I think I started, kind of entertaining the thought of homeschooling when my oldest Sheridan was maybe around two or three years old. Mm -hmm. Um, We had this amazing family at our church and they have five kids. Um, Their two older girls were, I think when I met them, they were in high school and then they had um, a couple kids closer to my girl's age. And so, and they had homeschooled all of them, the ones that were you know, in high school, going into college, Mm -hmm. all the way down to the little ones. Yeah. And I just absolutely loved the culture of their family Mm -hmm. and how they helped each other out and they loved each other. And they were smart kids and you could talk to, they, they were talking to kids their age all the way up to like, you know, me being an adult with them. And I just, I absolutely loved the culture that they had um, cultivated in their family. And I was like, I, don't know what this is, but I really love this and I want this. (laughs) It sounds like reality of relationship, you know, and I think about like our faith and things like that. We go to church and so, so many times like religion becomes so much easier than relationship because then you have to actually learn how to do life with people that you're not always going to be like on the best terms from with, you know, you're going to sit across the table with one another and (laughs) you're still learning to have to conversate and get through those tough places, uh, from time to time, kind of like, you know, I guess working cattle with your husband, um, (laughs) whether it's working cattle or working kids, like give us a perspective of what reality of relationship looks like for you when you're working cattle or kids, or like you guys do these crazy lion hunts, you know, these, these, it's so, I, I love it. I love all of it. And so just explain to us, give us a little picture of like what that looks like when it becomes time to, get real in your relationship. Yeah. Well, working cattle, we'll start with that one. That one, (laughs) I'll say this, the beginning of our marriage, working cattle is very different than the way it is now. At first it was very, you know, me getting yelled at, me getting mad, me (laughs) leaving and just walking away and letting him deal with it on his own. Right. Or, you know, something around that. And a lot of choice words being said, there was not a lot of lovely words going on between us. And then now um, we've realized that neither of us can read each other's minds. (laughs) And so (laughs) we have got to communicate with each other Uh as well as usually like I'm almost, um, I'm just ready for it. I'm ready that he's going to, you know, get, get angry with me about something that I didn't do or did do. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I let him say his piece. And I just mm-hmm. sit there quietly and I'm like, okay, can we get this job done? Like, can we just go back and get this done? And probably about 10 to 15 minutes after we're done, everything's okay. And uh-huh. nothing died. No one died. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, he always comes up to me. Hey, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry that I said that. I'm sorry that I called you that. I'm sorry that mm-hmm. I did all of those things. And like, like 10 out of 10, he's always done that. And so I just know that in the heat of the moment, he kind of loses his cool 
and it's not personal. It's more directed at the cattle. Yeah. <laughs> and not having control of that or something like that <laughs> than me. And you know what? I'm what he's got. We don't have a right <laughs> hand and I'm like free labor. So I figured. Show me what you're working with. Security. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. How about with and, kids? Um, with kids, he is very like cut and dry like this is how it's going to be girls and that's it and they never mm-hmm. question him on anything and usually and I've got his back on that and he's always got my back on everything that I'll say but they know how to work me a little bit more I have to admit and mm-hmm. um, but he helps he helps me be strong <laughs> in parenting and I really love the teamwork that it come that we have when it comes to raising these two little wild girls and um, you know like I just I love seeing how he is with them Mm -hmm. and how he loves them and how they love him and that they want to go and feed bulls with daddy or go hunt and go do all the things with daddy but then they'll come back to me and they want to do you know stuff with me and um, it's such a it's a beautiful like we've got a beautiful thing that we get to have and we get to have it that was another thing with homeschooling is um, when Cody was riding a lot there he was home during the week and gone on the weekends Mm -hmm. and that's not really conducive to a kid that goes to school every day. Right. Like right. they're going to see their dad maybe an hour to two hours a day. And if they have any after school stuff, it's just a, it's a really tough deal. So when we decided to homeschool, it was still when he was riding and stuff, but um, yeah, that's mm-hmm. changed now. Now we're just together a lot. <laughs> right. Well, you mentioned the other day that like, he's like your, he's like your safe place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I got to thinking about that with, like growing in the areas that you guys have grown in together, but you talked a little bit about the transition to get there and and before you guys got married and what that process was like and how it wasn't easy. And I was thinking about where I've been at with rest, like what makes it hard to enter into God's rest? Well, what makes it hard to even enter into uh, rest and marriage is if we don't have God first. And you Mm -hmm. mentioned a little bit about how you had to let go of some things and really allow God to work in that area. But it took other people that were maybe a little more wiser and more mature and you Mm -hmm. had to vomit that out to them. And then, you know, take what they said and no, that's not the Bible, but they were giving you good wisdom, but you took it to the word. Mm -hmm. And now this is where you are because you, you went to the truth and that's what washed out some lies for you. So can you kind of elaborate on that a little bit? Like are you guys, were and how some of the tough things that were really hard, but you guys, you guys went through them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when we were engaged, uh, I was in college and Cody had just gotten on, um, the PBR tour and I was up in college by myself. I had friends, but I was also very, I was trying to separate myself from the party scene and everything Mm -hmm. that was going on there because I, I loved Cody and I loved God and I, didn't know how to be strong and be around those friends, I guess. Mm -hmm. So for me being kind of, I was a baby Christian back then. I really had um, come to Jesus maybe my senior year in high school. And so that freshman year of college was a big transition for me, just trying to be like, how do I walk this out well and (laughs) um, ride this out? And so it was kind of a dark time for me. I was really lonely and I was really depending on Cody. I was depending on Cody. Like if he if he was home from a bull riding, I wanted him to come and see me. I wanted us to, you know, be spending time together and all of these things. And he had stuff that he was doing and it was, it was a big strife in our life. And I was really putting him in the place where God should have been and God needed to be for me to be a healthy and um, grounded Christian that was actually, you know, seeking after him instead of just seeking after my, my fiance's heart. And, um, uh, Cody kind of got a hold of me and was like, Hey, Candace, if this is how it's going to be, this is not going to work out. And it shook me to my core. Cause I was like, Oh my oh, gosh, gosh, are we like breaking up? Is this going to end? <laughs> like what's the deal? And um, mm-hmm. he called a, a pastor friend of ours and um, just, he, he spoke to both of us and he's like, Candace, I'm really glad that this happened now. Like this yeah. is really, really important that we get the hang on this now instead of when, after you're married, because, Cody is not meant to be your savior. He's not meant to be your, you know, mm-hmm. everything yeah. because that's who God is supposed to be. And 
Cody doesn't complete you. God completes you. And you need to be Mm -hmm. that whole healthy person before you go into this relationship, this marriage with him. And, um, it, it definitely, it convicted my heart and it also just made me see clearly. And it also, it took so much pressure off of Cody and Mm -hmm. it made me see, you know, nobody's perfect. Humans are going to always let you down, not intentionally, or they will intentionally. But when I put my trust in my everything into a person, I'm going to be disappointed. And so learning that God would never do that to me, that he's never going to, you know, leave me or forsake me or let me down or anything like that. He's, he is that, that ultimate safe place. But when I was talking about with Cody being my safe place, I think that that's one of the most important things to have in a relationship is that you feel safe with them. You feel safe in what you're sharing with them, you know, sharing your heart with them or talking to them or anything like that. And then also if you do have conflict is that no matter what, you know, that you're safe with them. Like they're not going to walk out on you. They're not going to talk bad about you or tear you Mm -hmm. down. You know, they're going to continually to seek to, you know, get your heart back and you're going to continuously to seek to get their heart back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Well, and you just, I mean, that is, there's, you just explained everything that makes it hard for you to enter into God's rest. And that's just basically it, especially when you have all of your faith in people or mm-hmm. when you have all of your faith in the, in your insecurities and your anxieties. And that's what is really become your guide mm-hmm. after a while, you know, is those things. And so, you know, over the years, you, you mentioned that you were a baby Christian mm-hmm. and you also, I know that you are now, you know, uh, over and you were asked not long ago to take over the women's ministry at your church. Mm-hmm. And so, I know that you got some awesome leaders at that church because I love them too. And so share about maybe the leadership that you have. And when you were asked to step into those shoes, maybe a little bit about um, what that looked like for you and what your thoughts were and how God has really helped you to, um, to maybe balance some things where you could do what you've been called to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I go to Northern Colorado Cowboy Church for anybody that wonders and, um, love them. Yes. Yes. Our pastors are, um, Darren and Lynette Glaghorn and they're Mm -hmm. actually from, well, Darren's from Oklahoma. So from your, (laughs) your little place down there. God's country. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, I have gone to that church, uh, for, gosh, since I was 18. So I don't know, a really long time now, like 18 years, (laughs) I feel Mm -hmm. like, and, um, I, before I took over the women's ministry, I was assistant to the worship leader and, um, I love worship. I, I loved just helping set things up Mm -hmm. and get things going, but also just the worship being part of worship. And, um, but I always felt like it wasn't exactly my absolute passion. It wasn't something that I just lived and breathed that I loved to, you know, Mm -hmm. practice and work on things and all of that. Um, and so uh, I was asked to take on the women's ministry. I want to say like, it's made maybe four years now that I've had it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was part, I kind of dabbled in the leadership part of women's ministry, but never had like a super like high up part of leading everything and starting everything. And so I was asked to do that. And, um, it was something that I had to pray about as well as bring to my husband, because before that, my life consisted of being at church three to four to five nights a week for worship and for other different things that I was involved in. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. my husband was starting to be like, okay, yeah, like we actually need you at home sometimes. And I was just (laughs) always, I I mean, I lived at church and I love it. So I would still live at church if they would let me. Like, I just, I love being at church. I love going to the services and all the services if I can and making it, making that part of our, our lifestyle and everything. But um, mm-hmm. with ranching and homeschooling and a family and everything like that, it was, it was something that I needed to stay, take a step back and see what I needed to step away from. So somebody else could also be promoted too. That's great. And step into yeah. something that they were called and passionate about. And so I stepped away from worship for a couple years and, um, took the ladies ministry and I've had a few different girls come in and in and out of my team, but, um, overall, like I've had such an amazing team. I've got to serve with such amazing women and we've set it up to where we just meet once a month, but we're very, very active in a Facebook group. And, um, yeah, I love it. We've got girls from all over the country in our Facebook group. And, um, it's just a, it's a really, really 
special sisterhood. And um, I'm just loving leading that, but also just mm-hmm. co-leading it. I feel like I'm not exactly the leader. I just get to go with all these other <laughs> girls too that I love. And um, it's, it's a, it's a really great thing, but definitely it had, I had to take some step backs and do balance and actually just step back to stepped back into doing some worship. Um, and just once a month, I get to be on the worship team, which I'm totally ecstatic about. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. And that always kind of refuels you in the areas where you're like, okay, I know I need to step back in this, mm. but Lord, when you're ready for me, I'm, I'm going to be ready. And, uh, it's always nice to be able to step into that and feel like, okay, whew, yeah. God, whew, go. you know, when did you realize, uh, that God really has been stronger than every struggle? And then maybe it's something you realize for me, I feel like it's every day. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. You know, but like, what's something for you that's really stuck out when, when you realize God really has been stronger than every struggle, yeah. really? Like, yeah. You know, what does that look like for you? Um, well, something that I've been like studying out and going through, and I think I mentioned it to you the other day, is that I feel like the culture of the world and especially mm-hmm. in the female world, or if you want to say feminist world is to be gritty like get into that inner strength and it's deep down inside of you and you just need to pull it out and you need to speak louder you need to speak more you need to be you need to be the lioness Mm -hmm. and roar louder and stuff like that and something yeah I when I hear that it makes me think of uh, like it's it's very easily to be pulled into that because you're like yeah I I can do that that's me no yes and um I can do it 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 makes you get fired up but exactly yeah. like that it's me, me, me. And it's not drawing from a true strength and true strength is mm-hmm. God is God is your warrior. He's the one that goes before mm-hmm. you. He's the one that fights your battles for you. And when you're not mm-hmm. tapping into that and when you're not spending time with him and getting into his word and knowing him, like really, truly knowing him, you do yeah. have to fabricate that fierceness. And yes. when you already have the line of Judah inside of you, Um, Mm -hmm. and when you actually let that come out and let Holy Spirit speak through you, that's where meekness comes out. And I know that's a a word thrown around in the Christian community that a lot of people maybe on the outside don't understand. They see it as weakness, but meekness is that, that power under control. It's something that you actually are so, it can be confrontational. I've, I've found that, you know, it can be confrontational whenever you, you love people with all of your heart and you're really just saying, well, this is what, what God says, but we've got to be faithful to the truth. Literally that truth that's revealed through Christ and Jesus Christ alone. And, and that's pointing them to Jesus Christ and going to the written word and not, and not saying like, this is what I'm telling you to do, but this is what the word of God is is saying to do. Like, I know it feels like it's confrontational and there's a righteous judgment for that. Like, like we've got to get to a place where we can, and it stinks to be that person to help someone get back in the mayo, mm-hmm. in the mustard. You know? Yeah. And I think it did for me. I didn't like it when people did it for me, but they love yeah. me. And I just didn't understand that kind of love. Like they weren't like tossing me aside. They were like, no, no, no. I love you mm-hmm. so much that you know, there were people that love me more than maybe I love myself. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know that, that it's by grace through yeah. faith that in Christ alone that you were, that you, you know, it's grace, grace, grace. And I love what you said that be gritty, you know, that's that gritty, gritty, gritty. But if we're not doing mm-hmm. it with grace, mm-hmm. yeah, then we're just being exactly. Gritty. <laughs> yeah, and that's that key there that you said is in love. When you, yes. you know, if you do have to confront somebody on an issue, is that you do it in love and that you do it out of love. And I think when you can yeah. sandwich it in love and you can wrap it in love, yeah. it is it goes down a little smoother also for the other person, right? Too. Um, yeah, but yes, I I agree completely and um just that he adds that grace into his strength and um when we're filled up with that we can offer that to other people too and so and that's been one of my downfalls is like being so fierce in the moment I've had to learn to really take a step back still learning to take mm-hmm. a step back like not to be confrontational in a way that's not Christ-like mm-hmm. and you know we can be culturally confrontational mm-hmm. And it's just coming out the wrong way. And, you know, it's important to build those relationships. Like what we, you know, a minute ago, like the reality of a relationship is that, you know, we, I don't have any kids by blood. So I have got this faith that through the power of adoption, mm-hmm. our, our bond yeah. is there with God. Yeah. 
And so I, I tend to be really, um, to the point to people because I'm just like, well, we got the same Jesus. So like, let's just do this <laughs> and, and let's go on about our business. And not everybody gets that because, um, we live in a world of natural ways. I literally just had this man come up to my house, like right before I got on this podcast with you and he was selling product, selling product, selling product. And I've, <laughs> I've already got like a lot of product. Cause I another, had another guy come by not long ago and do it. And he was like, what's the hardest thing you've got to clean? And I was like, my heart. And he was like, okay, let's clean your rims. And he goes to clean my rims. And he said, okay, show me what, what idiot, what is it? That's the hardest thing to clean. I was like, mm, my heart. And he's like, okay, get, he tells Wacy, take your shoe off. I want to clean your shoe. And he looks at me. He's like, okay, okay, mom. Okay, mom, you mom, you mom hard. And he's like, what's the hardest thing for you to clean? I was like, uh, my heart. And I was like, I totally listen to what you've got to say. I'm not buying anything, but I want to give you something today. I was like, so I've listened to everything you've got. Now, listen, you know, let me, let me ask you one thing. Who cleans your heart? <laughs> And this guy lost it. He goes to bawling. And, and I mean, my heart is just like, so, because he is a man that comes up to our ranch and he's got his, you know, sneakers on and he's got his skinny jeans on and it doesn't look anything like what would fit in here, but it's so not on the mm -hmm. outside. Like we, as culture, this is what fits, but God is the fix for the mm -hmm. world. <laughs> you know, he's like, I sent my son. Jesus to save the mm -hmm. world. And so, you know, when we put God in the right spot, we're not going to judge the world through the eyes of culture. We'll judge it through the eyes of Christ in a way where we can have mm -hmm. that grace and we can pour it out and still be greedy about it because that's intimidating for me, for a person mm -hmm. I don't know to walk up here and want to sell me something. And in my heart, I can feel the Holy spirit pounding saying, Hey, ask him what cleans his heart, <laughs> ask him what cleans his heart. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then again, you know, as moms, we talked about it the other day. It's so easy for us to get into a place where we feel like we have to be mm -hmm. finishers, even with our husbands, yeah. finishers of everyone else's mm -hmm. face. Right. And he's like, I'm really not asking you to do that. I'm just asking you to be someone who can teach others how to mm -hmm. follow through and getting to that. Yeah. Is tough. Yeah, for sure. I hear you on that. I think it was for our guys too. Like, you know, like the same way with riding bulls that, you know, they had to learn how to ride for 10 and not just ride for eight because they'd get frustrated whenever the bull did something different and they didn't grab, you know, didn't kick loose and grab a halt and dig deeper. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think as parents and as mamas, it's so important to have the reality of relationship, to be honest and transparent with each other so that we can vomit these things out and our weaknesses and pour into each other and build a community that we can be real and say, I really epically mm -hmm. failed yesterday. <laughs> yes, exactly. And just to, to grab hold of that though, too, is that we epically failed yesterday, but God's mercies are new mm -hmm. every single day. And it's not every something day. that we have to exactly build upon from yesterday. It's like, God, wipe this, yeah. wipe this clean. Let me start new today. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me start. Let yes, me start. Exactly. <laughs> So what's your favorite Bible verse? Oh, girl. Um, no, it's tough. Shoot. And you're going to like, I don't have my Bible in front of me. I know. I had to I like throw it out there. I didn't grow up memorizing scriptures <laughs> like you did. <laughs> that's so good. Um, oh, that's so good. Because you know, I, I did know. grow up back then. So that's so funny. But it was okay, just the well, one. For God so loved the world. Yeah, it's all exactly. I knew forever. Well, that's a good one. And I love that one. Uh, something I was just reading this morning, so I can, it's fresh in my mind, so I can remember it. And I know it's I love it. in Proverbs 31, which is your, you know, the woman's um, scripture. But mm -hmm. um, it just, I was, I was reading about strength and I was studying it and mm. it says that she is clothed in honor and strength. And I was like, wow, like she's clothed in it. Like that's not <sighs> something that she, um just wears occasionally like that word clothes means to be like wearing perpetually so Ooh. I loved that and I'll just share that one because it's the one fresh in my mind I'm not gonna say it's my favorite one <laughs> I like it that's so good. do you know that that's actually the verse that I came really? to your church with oh, years ago however much how many yeah oh, like no kidding like that was well that was it and um it's really and it's wow <laughs> golly like that's like just just wrap oh. me up right there yeah you just wrap me up in that so um if you have a study do you have a specific study that's really encouraged you throughout the years uh maybe something you go back mm -hmm. to or where 
um, or what you're studying, like even right now, yeah. like what you said, like what you're studying. Well, right I'm, now in I'm leading a Bible study for a group of girls in Kansas tonight. Um, and it was, yeah, it was, cool. it's an honor to lead it. And so I was like, it, it kind of actually tailwind off of what we talked about the other day is that grittiness and where your true grit t- comes from. And so I was studying in the word and getting into that. And God was just showing me so much actually in Psalms and then just looking at the definition of grit and what that is. And so, um, I was, I want to be in on that tonight, you, but it was, it's talking cool. about grit has, it has two definitions and it has the def- the first definition is a sharp hard piece of dirt basically or rock and then the mm-hmm. second one is yeah. um, someone who is firm and strong in their character and in their beliefs and I was like well Amen. the first one is what the world says that we should be to be gritty it we need to be mm-hmm. sharp and we need yeah. to be hard and we need to have this rock solid facade that doesn't show weakness and mm-hmm. we need to put fear into other people so they don't mess with us and mm-hmm. then the second one is that firm strength and that resolve in your beliefs is God's definition of what grit is. It's um, it's standing firm, but it's because you have that inner strength inside of you that he's given you and you have that same spirit inside of you. So that's what I was yeah, going to share so good. on that tonight. But I'm also doing right now with our, our ladies ministry, we're doing the Brave devotional by Lisa Bavere. And I've absolutely love that. So it's again, strong. It's like that theme that keeps running through. And so that's been um, a really, really great one. But one that I have um, really loved is, and it's like an old one that our pastors told us about it. I don't know how many years ago. And I always go back to it probably every other year. And it's the sparkling gems of the Greek. Have you ever done that one, Leanne? I got that oh, book you? from yes. your church. <laughs> you are, yeah, we're just, yes, we're not just yes. kicking rocks today. I love yes, that we one because um, he dives into like the deep meanings behind, mm. behind the context and the culture so rich. that the word was written in. And so it, help, it just helps me understand the Bible a lot more, but also just able to apply it to my life too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that. I love it because as women and as busy, we live in a world that's really been busy, even though we've been slowed down, it's still things have gotten busier. Yeah. I'm sure in mm-hmm. the home for a lot of people that were not used to being exactly. busy in the home. And so that sparkling gems has been such a gem for me because it does a lot of the hard mm-hmm. work for you. And I appreciate that so much because even if you were to go try to oh, look at it, Google wise, it yeah. would back it up. It would back it up. And then you, you know, like, a lot of people ask me a lot of times, you know, how do you, when you say, just go to the word, go to the word, what does that mean? And I know it means maybe some different things for different people. I always go to that one scripture and I love how you went to that scripture in Proverbs 31. She is clothed and you read that scripture and what strengthened her. And that maybe, I don't know for you, but maybe that word clothed was mm-hmm. really strong for you. And so you dove off into what does yeah. it mean to be clothed? And then, you know, I don't know yeah. how you do that, but I know for me, I would definitely, um, even if you're just Googling it, Google it in a, a Greek or a mm-hmm. Hebrew definition of what that would have been since mm-hmm. it's like an Old Testament. And then comparatively to mm-hmm. the, the Greek, you yeah. know, from Hebrew to Greek. And that is something that I'm thankful mm-hmm. for Google for. Um, but at the same time, I like to mm-hmm. have books in my hand. I like to read my Bible and write in it and I like to be able to go back into it. Sometimes it just reminds me that I've been there and I need to get my act together and not act like I didn't learn. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, I'm a book person. I like to have it in my hand too. And that's for sure a, a good resource. Yes. Well, well, I love you and I'm so thankful for a day and you're, you're just going to keep coming back and doing this with <laughs> this me because so it's so much fun. And it was, I love it. Cause people, I mean, this is just a little piece of what you, what you're doing, but I know that things are growing within and around you, whether it's in your home, what you're doing with share a little bit before we get off here about um, some of the, po- yeah. the websites that you have, as far as your social media stuff, how can we get connected? Okay, so on you? Instagram, you can follow me at in the wild and wonder. And I also have a website at the mm-hmm. same name in the wild and wonder.com. And it is just my sharing my life and my journey and the message of make room for wonder. And we share about homeschool a lot, just living life on the ranch. Um, we live in Colorado, so we, we do a lot outdoors. And um, I used to be the mom that was actually really afraid to get her kids out in the outdoors and go hiking and do all the things. Um, 
That's so weird to me. Like, I don't even well, see you being weird about that. I grew up in Colorado my whole life, and I grew up rodeoing, and we we just went to rodeos on the weekend. Any free time we were riding horses or going to rodeos, I wasn't ever actually going and seeing the world around us. It was just riding through it, you know, driving through mm-hmm. it. And so when it came to actually, like, mm-hmm. I really wanted yeah. to, I want to take my kids hiking. I wanted to, you know, do school outside. But I don't know where to go, and I'm afraid. What do I need, and all that thing? So I had some friends that were a little more well versed in that, and they just taught me. And so I'm just sharing the things that I've learned and what works for us, and the mistakes I've made, and what what helps, and all that. But also, in just um, our kids are, we only have our kids under our roof for a very very short time, and making time for them, and yeah. not saying that it has to be completely surrounded, like you know, it, all about them, but making it to where it's like let's experience life together and let's learn and let's grow and um yes instead of just Mm -hmm. you know putting them in front of a screen which I'm not against putting them in front of a screen sometimes but I do see the richness of getting outdoors and um experiencing life that way and then um I'm I've got a Facebook page under the same name in the wild and wonder and then you can also follow me um just Candace Lostro on Facebook as well so (laughs) yes (laughs) the pieces of the load strokes I love it love you too well I love you and I appreciate you and um I'm just gonna thank you for sharing all that you have and just kind of clothing us with what you believe is that true strength which is the word of God and and you and the beliefs that you have that God absolutely does go before you and he fights for you and that's Mm -hmm. a gritty grace right there girl I love it (laughs) love you too. and I love you give love to everyone and and uh and we'll have to connect on here again because I know that others are going to be like, I want to, I want to hear more. Yes, so, because I want to hear you. more. So, love you too. Girl. I love Thanks you so much. <laughs> bye bye. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Hopefully this time it works. It all works out. Okay. We'll try this one more time. <laughs> okay. It sounds all right, good. Just... Yeah, and I think that we'll just kind of keep going. And it, we were like, we didn't hear you guys say anything. And so Genevieve was like, I don't think they're there. <laughs> and then we got your text. Are y'all there again? Are you still there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're we're here. Here. Okay. Okay. We're going to try this one more time. I'm going to just count to five Okay, and we'll go into it. Perfect. Hey everyone. This is Leanne Hart with Leanne Hart Ministries. And I am so excited about this week's podcast with Cody and Caitlin Teal. JW and I are sitting here and we are about to kind of go into some conversation. I'm really excited, first of all, because first, I love Caitlin as a person. I love her genuinely as a, as a wife and as a mother, but getting to know you, Caitlin, has been really cool. Just getting to talk to you and, and your love for your family, as well as your love for fashion. And I know there's a <laughs> lot more details that JW can give us about Cody. We were kind of talking about that earlier. Um, we do know that you like our bull milky chance or milky milkman now, my bad. Yeah. We changed that. Yeah, next time you have him, uh he's gonna be out of the draw, crippled, <laughs> something. We can't have that no more. Yeah, y'all y'all kinda of threw a curveball at me changing the name in the draft the other day I saw that. I figured it was him, but I had to think twice about it. <laughs> well, I was plum excited. I'm not sure if JW was excited, but Caitlin and I already had a plan. Like, well, I was pretty excited for about the first two or three times he wrote, but the fourth <laughs> or fifth time, she kind of old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cody, we know that um, in the rodeo world, you uh, you're a past PRCA world champion. Uh, you're pretty good, um, pretty good bull rider. We love you in that aspect too. But I, I got to tell you, listening to Caitlin talk about you the other day and just how you kind of soften her stress a lot, you kind of compliment her in that way. Um, I just, I loved, I loved how much she loved you. I don't really don't know if there's a better word for that. That's why I was like, you know what, maybe we need to bring the boys into this because I think it really does compliment relationship whenever you know, you can see how you guys work together. Cause I don't think, I don't know, but I mean, is there anything that you guys do that's maybe apart from each other? Oh, I don't know. It's, we don't really thinking about it. It doesn't really seem like there's too much, you know, outside of bull riding, you know, every, everyday life. It's pretty much a team game for us. seems like. So a lot of times 
like last night I was inside supposed to be sewing and he and Evelyn were outside in the barn and I kind of got jealous. So <laughs> I needed to go out there too and get in the middle of it. I don't like being left out. <laughs> uh, y'all are all in this, everything together. And I love, you know, JW, a lot of people know our story and how we've kind of met each other. Maybe people don't really know your story and the background and the history that you have together, but the richness of not only your, your relationship, but of your face, you know, JW, I mean, the biggest thing for us in our relationship has really been communication and learning how to communicate our morning talks over (laughs) coffee. Yeah, third and fourth and fifth cup. Only chance to educate she has listening to me talk. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've been we've been together for I think eighteen years now. Oh my word! Yeah, no. yeah, it's been like yeah, because we're gonna be married fifteen this November. So it'd be seventeen. Is it seventeen? Yeah, he's way better at this than I am. Uh-uh. Way better at math than she is. Well, whatever. I'll let him have it. <laughs> I'm not going to argue for that. Uh, how about you guys? What's Tell us a little bit about you, your history with each other. I'll let Cody tell that. <laughs> All right, yeah. We kind of got to know each other through a mutual friend pretty much. And uh, after hanging out one time, just kind of on and off talking for a little bit. And then before we knew it, we are in a relationship. And that was back in 2014, I guess, when we started actually dating. So it's uh, we got married in November of sixteen. So it's been good, a lot of fun ever since then. You know, she's a lot like a lot like we are saying, you know, just communicating and talking through things. And it seemed like the the biggest thing over the last couple of years, and and growing and and uh, just being stronger together. Yeah, you got to thinking about like just being. A bull rider's wife, you know, and thinking about that role <laughs> that obviously we, Caitlin, we're not bull riders. <laughs> we know that very much. So. <laughs> but sometimes we kind of have to think, think outside of the box and put ourselves inside of their mind in a way, um, you know, especially when you're walking through stuff together and you're walking through injuries together, it, it yeah. sometimes can get a little bit, you know, like, rocky there and you kind of have to find the grace and um I know that you and I talked the other day about like your faith and growing up and and having that relationship that you have um with the Lord but you also said that Cody Cody she also said that you do you know both of y'all I know you'll have a relationship with the Lord but the way that you both kind of um bring each other in and encourage each other share some of those like points that you maybe might encourage you that would maybe encourage other people, especially when you're injured and you're, because your business is the business of the bull riding and, and Caitlin's is the business of, of fashion. And if you guys don't know it, check out shop teal because she knows I love what she does and I love how unique you are in everything that you do, but you guys compliment each other so well, but I know that not every day is a sunny day. No, <laughs> actually. So Cody got, baptized right before we got married uh he had been doing a bible study with my brother-in-law um but I think that was kind of a good foundation you know to start Mm -hmm. our marriage on um Mm -hmm. and then right after we got married he got hurt in Vegas and (laughs) I'll say injuries are probably the hardest thing to deal with because they don't like to admit it but they're very irrational and frustrated <laughs> and emotional when things don't go right and missing out and I would say injuries are probably the hardest thing for all those guys yeah Cody you're gonna have to elaborate on this a little yeah. bit too <laughs> you're gonna have to share they help they don't want to ask for help but they need it and it's just I think it's so frustrating for them yeah I, I agree that is probably you know, but just having that foundation to go back to, you know, when times do get hard and, and just, um, you know, getting your Bible and and just reading the word. That's what it's this all goes back to. And, and just building on that and just having a good, strong relationship for those times like that, you know. And uh, and like I said, we're, we're growing, you know, still a lot to figure out. But it's it's for sure been a lot easier by having that solid foundation to grow on. So. Well, and I got so tickled thinking about the injury part and going through that process with JW. His mama used to always tell me or tell other people, she would say, 
JW is so tough. You never hear him complain. And I'm <laughs> just looking around like, who is she talking? Is there a different JW? <laughs> who are we talking about? I'm, I'm laughing because same thing. He's so full of I'm not. You know that's the truth. You yeah, know they're like, oh, so tough. You never complain. <laughs> and all I hear is the, oh, oh, oh that hurts. I'm so sore. <laughs> yeah you know and it it, for me it's taught me how to like over time you kind of give them room to be imperfect because they are so tough you guys are so tough you are mentally there but honestly Cody like you're so quiet and you're so reserved and at the same time I see you the other day on that video that you guys put out with PBR um that was uh the crib video which when you we were talking we were watching it the other day oh yeah Oh, where they went to your guys' house. I was like, oh my gosh, like Cody was like all up in that. You know, it looked like something <laughs> you really enjoyed doing so much, you know, and that was a different side um, to, to your story. Like, because we kind of see the quiet person, yeah. and you nod yeah, your I'm... head, you're anything but quiet. <laughs> yeah, I, I usually kind of hang back and, and keep quiet unless I'm spoken to. Then I'll, I'll speak <laughs> up, you know, I just kind of listen and take things in more than I give my opinion it seems like but at home, I can't get him to stop talking. <laughs> yeah, we'll try to watch the tv and he just talk 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 i'm like oh <laughs> that's awesome and that's so opposite of what we see i know the feeling caitlin <laughs> <laughs> okay question this will be a fun one just uh, just a curiosity how did you guys come up with evelyn like how how did you get her name oh this is a really good story actually Okay, at the Global Cup in Edmonton, mm-hmm. uh, I was sitting with Silvano's wife, and her name is Evelyn. And um, I told Cody, oh, I was sitting with Evelyn, and he was like, who? And I said, Evelyn, Silvano's wife. And he was like, I love that name. And I said, I just knew if we ever have a girl, that's what we're naming her. Oh, my gosh. And shortly after, I found out I was pregnant. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I bet she loved that. Yes. Everyone thinks that the family name or something is kind of an older, older name, you know, but yeah, it's just something we both liked, like Caitlin said, so it's stuck. That is so cool. I love that. Our our kids are kind of, we have the similar stories with the names. It, of course, with adoption, sometimes the kids come with, you know, if they're a little older, they're already have it, they already have a given name. Uh-huh. But like with Wacy, he's, he's named after Wacy, Kathy, and um mm-hmm. With uh, Michaela, she came with Matt, with Michaela, but we call her Mac. And uh, Elsie was actually named by Wacy and Mac. He oh, that's cool. he said he wanted to name her. I thought he said Elsa from Frozen, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, No, we don't want. No, we're not naming. He said, No, Elsie, like Miss Elsie after after Lane's mama. And I was like, After Clyde, I was like, Okay, well, we can go with that route. Yeah, that's that's cool. cool. We can go, and Max said she liked Grace, so we thought Elsie Grace, that works pretty good. Like, you know, think, go ahead. I, I really like that. Yeah, just let, well, and honestly, we've had a lot of foster kids come through the house, and our kids have named every one of them. They've given them a different name. They've given them a, um, just a nickname, so to say, and they all leave here, and that's what we know them by more than their given names is their nicknames. Uh-huh. Aww. Everybody around here's got nicknames. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. nice, sometimes not very nice. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's true. You know, and thinking about people in our life and that have kind of led an example and thinking about the older names in our life, you know, is there someone that you guys kind of lean into whenever you're going through those tough times, someone that you can kind of call on and maybe kind of help you get back to that foundation? Um, I would probably say my family. I mean, they live here and are very close with us. We all go to church together. We all probably have dinner together two times a week. Um, so it's, I think it's really good to have them close by and just kind of that, that support around us and and nearby us, um, for when things are not ideal. (laughs) So I got to ask, because we kind of talked about it a little bit, but did you ever think you were going to marry a bull rider? No, <laughs> no, I was really embarrassed to tell my family. I was dating. I was, no. I was really nervous, but, but they probably like him more than me now. 
I'm not kidding. I think she had a secret obsession, though, really, because when we first started dating, I was going through, like, her DVD uh, collection. She had, like, three copies of Eight Seconds on DVD, so I didn't I caught me by surprise, really. <laughs> that is so good. I don't know why. That, was. that is so funny. So, me, me and Leanne met on Farmers Only. Oh my gosh! Oh Lord, <laughs> we did not. We better let that out. That let out the bag there. Um, she stalked me for like two years before I finally hooked up with her. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> persistent. So bad. So bad. Oh my gosh! So who's the one that follows through out of your family? Like you were you either out of out of either one of you guys? If I could. See, my words clearly who's the one that is better at following through at something well caitlin's pointing at herself now so i guess she'll I'll have to agree with that probably <laughs> i would say me a lot of times we'll have an idea or say hey let's do this and then i'll you know get the wheels going and cody was like oh so we're really gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> like, he doesn't really think yeah i think i over probably overthink stuff on the idea deal then she's and just like her store and, and everything else she's done, when, when she gets an idea in her head and she wants to do it, sees it through, and every time I've seen her do it, it's been successful. So, and uh, you know, she's, she's good yeah. at that. Well, and do you ever get to throw in your own creative ideas, Cody? I give my opinion from time to time. So it, a lot of times it gets bounced right back at me, but, you know, just throw it out there. <laughs> JW, believe it or not, like you are like the more creative, like especially at the house. Like when we were building our house a few years ago, um, they asked me what kind of, I say a few years ago, like 10 years ago, 11 years ago now, they said, what kind of windows do you want? And I was like, oh, the kind you can see through. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. Like, I did not know it was so complicated when you're building the house. And I just was so happy to be in this house, like the I just so happy to be on this property and live in the life that we've lived. I was just like, I'm just excited to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a good place to be. But JW has always been the one that was like, we want this kind of rock over here. And <laughs> you were. Well, I know. You're not new- used to me giving you this many compliments, are you? You're like, I don't know what to say. Really, no. And, and by the time we was done, I had a rock wall in the house. The bar was rock. <laughs> Because we had we ordered an extra load of rock for some reason. Yeah, right. I was like, "Well, rock that wall and put Use it this up. rock." Yeah. She's like, "I don't care. Whatever. I just want a house." Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and I and you think about the storms that you go through when you're a little kid, and and I I guess for me, like I was raised on a dairy, and I just remember like those storms that we went through and that one of the storms actually took away our home, and that was a major thing for me, and I didn't really being a kid, I had parents that kind of protected me from experiencing the bad parts of that. But I can tell you that the coolest place I ever lived was a barn that I did want. (laughs) It was an apartment barn. I got to make that clear, but it was really cool to live there. And I just, you know, I never, I guess in my life, you don't really ever know how good you're ever going to have it, or if you're going to have it better than what you did have it. But I've just been so happy to be here, you Mm -hmm. know, like, so thankful for everything that we have for um, the life that we get to live. A lot of people don't get to live that kind of life. And, you know, I look at you guys and um, I was writing a couple of things down thinking about Caitlin, some of the things that you said that you dealt with before um, or that you do deal with, like you're the one that gets stressed out about the different things. Like you're not in control and different things like that, or given in control. I talked to you about that for myself. Um, you know, somewhat and, you know, how, how do you guys work through that together and, and give us a little bit of your strategy and not even maybe knowing that's your strategy. It's just kind of what you guys do. I would say I'm a little more high strung in the sense that stuff just worries me and I'm constantly thinking about stuff and worrying and Cody is kind of the opposite. He doesn't get too worked up about stuff. So that's a very good balance for me. You know, because he just is like, you know, who cares or let it go. You know, he doesn't worry too much. So that's good. I think, you know, if he was more like me, that we would just be a ball of stress all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You've got to have the one that strengthens your weakness. And I think that's, you know, 
you guys really do that very, very well. And I don't know, you know, the major struggles that you've ever struggled, you know, struggled with or even fought against each other on, but it's such a transition to see the bull riding world and the industry that you're in cross over into this fashion industry, but you guys complement each other. And so how do you stay so balanced in your life between bulls and babies and, and building jackets and, and clothing like you do yeah. to, how do you, how do you find the balance in that? Yeah. You know, just something I like to think about, you know, just kind of put myself, I put myself in Caitlin's shoes a lot of times, like whenever I'm, I'm gone or going to a bull ride and traveling, you know, just the stuff she has to deal with on a daily basis, you know, running her business, taking care of Evelyn and, and everything else we have going on here, you know, and, um, you know, when I'm away and then when I get home and she asks me to do something that I do or mess with at the moment, I might be doing something else, but I just kind of put myself in her shoes and her position and, you know, see it from her eyes. And that's helped me over the years to kind of understand, you know, where her frustrations come from. And, and I see it, you know, and, and over time, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's been a learning process, but I think that's been a big help of keeping everything pretty balanced. Um, and, and not getting on our nerves too much as well. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely trying not to get on each other's nerves. Is a, yeah, uh, we're trying to read each other's mind. This morning we were sorting calves, and just we've gotten better at that. Don't you think? <laughs> From time to, did we do pretty good at that today? <laughs> I mean, I was, y'all, I was raised on a dairy, okay? And so, like, this is a very big transition over the years for me, working this kind of cattle. And now, it's gotten to where I've gotten better about getting into the pen with JW whenever he's sorting, and I'll work the gates, the in and by, on foot. And it's still, I'm still not as confident as I think he would like me to be. <laughs> so There's a word for that. Well, go ahead. Scared. Chicken. Coward. Chicken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you're watching your mouth. I'm so glad you're letting everybody know just where your struggles are. <laughs> I'm working the gates. Oh, I thought job. we did pretty good. Do what? I said working the hardest job, I think, though, because you got everyone's going to be hollering at you at that at that spot, you know. You let one get by you. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're going to get it. The sort gates the toughest. It is. But and, I can't get her to get in the in the pen to bring them to me one at a time. So. Yeah, we're doing good to get me where I am. <laughs> Baby chat. He's just good to have me. He's, it's good to, it's, you know, I'm I just not a boy, you know. Like, I sometimes I look well, at myself, I'm like, that. honey, aren't you glad I'm not a boy? Like, I know, like, yeah. maybe yeah. it might have be better to have an extra fella around sometimes. Oh, but, you know, aren't you glad I'm a girl? Sure am. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, um, when you guys are studying the word and, and you're studying the Bible, if you could give anybody any advice on kind of like, if you study together, if you pray together, if you're encouraged by a character in the Bible, um, have you ever had anybody ask you like, what does that even look like for you guys? How, what does that mean? And if you simplify it, because I know for me, I could say, Oh, just go read the word, but that's not really that's not a, that's not really easy to to get whenever you're trying to look for something. You know, it can be more pointed. So I know that you mentioned Cody that, or Caitlin that you mentioned that he was in a Bible study before, and I know that you guys, you know, are in the Bible. I know you guys go to church, but like if you have some advice for a couple on maybe getting started and whether it be praying together or whether it be, you know, anything when it comes to your faith, where where would you point them and maybe how would you encourage them? Um, you know what. Just starting out, you know, I, for me, you know, it was the big biggest part was like studying with my brother-in-law, um, I guess, with someone that, you know, had a lot of knowledge and uh, and understanding of what it meant, you know, and, and that helped me mm-hmm. to understand, you know, what I'm reading and, and studying. And he had, and I just keep using him as an example because that's he's been a really big influence on my life to just you know to um understand it yeah. and simplify it and i think that's the biggest part for anyone you know if you're opening up the bible for the first time is just finding someone to study with that has that knowledge and um you know just to simplify it and keep it basic and you know it, it all come back yeah. to, to god's word and, and that's 
and that's you know the ends and the ends right there so and that's one thing to keep in mind but just like i said you know, just find someone to help you simplify it and better understand it yeah jw used to go to what was it that sunday school that in that pastor yeah yeah it's just a just a sunday school before yep. church uh, it's just sunday school is all it was that's where i started yep. i like what you did say though because it's kind of like caitlin and i were talking the other day about um how michaela mac our daughter doesn't want to really flank bulls anymore a whole lot and I explained to her that that was okay if she didn't want to do that. And I wanted to know what she wanted to do. And she said fashion. Well, I was talking to Caitlin. And of course you said, you're going to send her down here for a week. Right. And I think that's so important for you guys to be so willing, even at the age that you're at and and where you're at in your life and in your marriage and the things that you have going on to still be so willing to say, send her. Well, I just love, I love children, but I also just love like, helping people I mean it just makes me so happy to be able to like do something for someone else or you know it's just something simple like you know send them something in the mail or whatever it is oh you know, it's gonna mm-hmm. help someone out or make them you know make them smile I, I love doing stuff like that and if it has anything to do with kids it's 10 times better well she's already excited about being able to come and visit with you and she'll be she'll be great help with Evelyn because that's that's her first nature uh, I, I would never forget at Cheyenne last year Evelyn was obsessed with her <laughs> she's so good with me she's such a good kid in general and I'm I'm excited that she's got someone that she can kind of come alongside and that you're she's looking forward to that like in a really really big way but it's so important to you know, have the, the generations before us kind of pass down their knowledge because how else will we know how to do things? I'm not good at, uh, I'm not good at doing it any other way than that kind of way. Like I've got to go alongside somebody. That's the, really the best way that I learn. And so, um, I don't and know. And then she don't always learn. Well, he showed me how to ride a bucking horse. I, I stayed on that one horse this morning. So, <laughs> I will tell you, Cody, you know, JW hard enough to know there is, you will never be, you know, it's really hard to meet that expectation. Mark. Whatever. <laughs> it's really hard. That yellow horse can't, can't, can't buck foot off. Much less. Oh my gosh. If I would have bucked off of that horse today, I would not, I don't know if I would make this call this afternoon. I've been so faint. Oh my goodness! Oh, so Cody, you got a favorite Bible verse? Uh, it's hard to pick just one particular verse out for me. I, I don't know. Maybe some, you know, New Testament inspiration as well as old. You know, there's a lot of good examples and stories in both to learn from. Right. Uh, I can't say one particular one. At without thinking yeah. about it, it's hard to just pick one but no I mean there's a lot the more I've well, studied and, and, and got into it though it is amazing you know just how how connected you know the Old Testament to New Testament everything you know coming to life there it, it's really inspiring well I love how you're connecting the Old Testament to the New Testament because a lot of people don't really believe that the Old Testament is even relevant and to the New Testament. And so that's really a cool thing that you pointed that out. And um, even when you think about that alone, I was asking Haley Kinzel a couple of months ago what her favorite Bible verse was. And she threw down one out of Deuteronomy. I think, I don't know. I don't remember exactly which one it was, but it was about do not fear. And I was like, that's an Old Testament verse. And you don't really hear yeah. it a lot. You hear a lot of the New Testament verses. And so it was just one that really had that do not fear. And um, I think that that's a really cool thing that you guys are like, you know what? Both of it, Matt, you know, the Old Testament and the New Testament absolutely matters. So one more thing and we'll kind of close this out. But just when you think about what's worth it, when you think about your whether it's your relationship, whether it's your career, whether it is um, 
your family stuff, your finances, all of that. Like if you could wrap up like a statement into something where you could say it's worth it because, and this is the reason why, um, when you guys get through a tough place, why is it worth it? Is it worth it? And why, whether it's in your relationship or, or your, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but that milky ma- milkman yeah. ride was <laughs> yeah. worth it. Why? You know? <laughs> it's worth it. Like when you just have those moments that are just fun and everyone's laughing and you, you know, you just think, wow, this is, you know, everything I could ever want. I think it's worth it for those moments when, you know, everything just feels good and in place, you know, and that's not often and that's not all the time. But there are those really good moments, you know, where everything just feels right. And I would say it's worth it for those moments. Yeah. And, you know, just that feeling of when you, you sit there and you say, oh, it was all worth it. You know, I think just the, the process, the preparation, whether you're getting on practicables, working out, getting ready for that weekend event and you go and, you know, stick it one on one in the short go. That makes it that worth it feeling that much better than the same, you know. In everyday life, you know, things are little bumps in the road. You're having a hard time. But when you get past that and overcome it, it's all worth it. I think the process and the, the moments leading up to that worth it feeling is what makes it that much better to me. That's good stuff right there. Just don't quit. That's one thing that JW and I kind of lived by. We've lived by it since the very beginning is just do not That's quit. It. Whatever we're doing, you know, even the tough days. John, you want to throw in something on there? You know me. It's always been don't quit. Yep. Don't stop stepping. Don't stop stepping. Moving forward. Well, I want you guys to know that you are definitely generation changers and you definitely have had an impact on us. We love you guys. We I love watching how connected you are, how encouraging you both are. I know that you have your tough days. I get that. We all do. But I also love that you guys aren't afraid to like, you know, reroute. <laughs> and say and still connect again you know you're not afraid to kind of, it's almost like you think about that um uprooting and you're not afraid to regenerate you're like we're gonna work this out we're gonna get through it and um you complement each other so well that you complement not only your family but you complement the sport that you're in and you complement marriage and so we just we just appreciate that and I appreciate your hearts to share um, we're gonna have to do this again. We'll have to get JW in on a little bit more. He's just kind of been hanging out, just sitting <laughs> hey, over I'm here. I'm, I'm playing no, Cody too. Yeah. I just listen. <laughs> I speak when spoken to. Well, did Evelyn stay asleep the whole time? Well, I'm curious. I, kinda, I think I may hear her babbling in there, but she's content. Something going on. Just hanging out in her crib. Yeah. Well, I got dogs time. barking on the trailer. So can y'all hear the dogs? <laughs> Well, we we think the world of y'all, and I'm so thankful that you guys jumped on with us. Thank for a you so much for having you us. Bet. Thanks so much. So, give a shout out to all of your social media stuff before we your platforms, Caitlin and Cody, both of you. Before we jump off of here, I know that I want everybody to know to go check out because I love your heart for what you do, not just in your family, but mine in your fashion. is um, at Caitlin Teal and at Shop Teal and Cody. Uh. <laughs> Cody L. Teal, I believe. That's what? my handle. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. That's my handle. Oh. That's me. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to let you get back to it. Thanks so much for hanging Thanks out for with us for Thank a little you. while. See you, Teal. Yeah, take care. Leanne Hart is a mighty servant to God who wears many hats. Be sure to share this podcast, like it, and review it. Also follow Leanne Hart on all her social media platforms.